Kawhi alone inside. He's got the breakaway with the touch to the right. Go! Official podcast of your Minneapolis City Soccer Club, brought to you by Summit Brewing Company. Well, hello, friends. I am back from the flu that ravaged my body back from last the dead. week. So, back from the dead. Uh, thank you to, uh, to to Nate for filling in solo. I know it's difficult to do that, but welcome to another episode of the People's Pitch Podcast, the official podcast of your Minneapolis City Soccer Club. I'm your host, John, and as I mentioned, alongside me is the Nate Morales. It is game week, Nate. Are you as amped up as I am? I mean, I'm like the proud papa ready for my kids to go off to battle. Yes, battle. But remember to protect your dragons, John. You never <laughs> yes. know when you never know. snipe one. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, so many fan theories about what could happen this weekend. Uh, but this week on the show, fan folks, the MPSL <laughs> North kicked off its season on Sunday, giving us our first glimpse into the competition. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Our season starts on Saturday against the Dakota Fusion and their sweet Megabus. Um, and we've got a preview of that game, including a breakdown of maybe what Nate thinks we can expect in the lineup and uh, perhaps... Maybe I'll tell you something about what the Crows will have uh, on display. Sure. And finally, we'll, we'll get you ready for game day with all of Saturday's uh, celebrations, pre- and post-game, all that information, uh, during game, all that stuff, and uh, a refresher on some of the game day rules. So let's see you and me create some fire, why don't we, Nate? Yes. Uh, John, this last weekend, NPSL North action kicked off in the iron-dusted hills of Duluth. And uh, the results were not surprising, but they could give us a little bit of an insight into what we're going to run into in the weeks to come. So Duluth won. Duluth uh, welcomed Sioux Falls Thunder, and they defeated them 2 to nothing, and it was on the back of two first-half goals. The first one coming from a guy named Ronaldo Fortune, um, who is from Botswana, apparently, he headed the ball in off of cross around the four-minute mark. So really quick start to Duluth. Caught Sioux Falls sleeping, I'm sure. Boo caught me sleeping. And according to the coach, uh, I saw I watched the interview. Did you know their local station like covers them? Like they're like they're well, like, yeah. it's the, <laughs> the sports me, anchor is like leading with what's going on with Duluth FC. Let me let me drop some knowledge for you folks here. There is nothing else going on from a sports perspective. And <laughs> after the after hockey season, it's it's really nothing. So that that's all they got up there. So I you know, still think that's gonna, cool. I think it's interesting. What they said. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's not. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, I'm just saying that there is no way in on this side of frozen hell that we would ever get any television coverage here. Nah, Perk's not coming so much... out to check out one of our games and talk to our, no, game, our player of the no. week. We're not rolling out. We're not rolling out the, the corpse of Sid Hartman to <laughs> cover our games. Well, so in this post game interview, according to the coach, 
Uh, he says that this guy, Ronaldo Fortune, arrived in Duluth at like 9 p.m. the night before the game. This team, like, they just, he didn't, hadn't met anyone. He just like shows up and decides to play with them. Really weird. Yeah, but, but what's it to say about the guys that you have in there that, that a guy who hasn't even practiced gets to start? You know, like that, that's interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how they're built, right? They got, they got their starters picked from afar. Like they had, they like a Mormon book of wives from around <laughs> the world. But, <laughs> but Duluth, I, you know, just, yeah, yeah. Just Duluth keep going. <laughs> got its second goal at um, about the 23rd minute off of Brazilian Carlisle Jr., who took a pass from Fortune in the midfield. He ran straight through the Sioux Falls defense, um, and I guess he put the ball, he puts the ball cleanly into the uh, the far corner. Sioux Falls goalie stretched out. He just couldn't cover. I, it didn't mm-hmm. look super dynamic to me, the highlight. It looked like it, the play developed actually pretty slowly. Um, but great work for this junior dude. <laughs> but after that, Sioux Falls locked him down. I mean, each side sounds like they got a few chances, but Duluth's seemed to be a little more dangerous. A shot off the crossbar. Um couple good saves here and there from Sioux Falls keeper. Um, I would say this is an optimal start to the season for a team that has truly just come together in the last few days in Duluth. Great team to welcome for your, for your opener in Sioux Falls. And I feel like we're faced with a mm-hmm. similar situation coming up this weekend. Yeah. I also do want to say this, what this game did and what the coverage of this game did was really put into perspective, like just how this Duluth team is being built and it feels like mm-hmm. every other player, whether it's Fortune or Junior or the goalie, Saroy, or any of these people, they have a, a parenthetical after their name with the country that they're from. So when we mm-hmm. when we talk about homegrown players and local players and not having to ship our players in, uh, you know who we're talking about. Right. And I'll I'll dive into it a little bit a little bit deeper here. But from a, a roster perspective, um they, they do bring back a few familiar faces. Uh, we've seen before. Uh you, you know, you have the likes of Joe Watt, Goody Bentall, Brooks Rice, Stana Kowalczyk, um, and then even a blast from the past uh, a few years ago, Ben Cullen. Um, and then like you noted, filling out the roster, they brought in a, a bunch of mercenaries for the summer from all over the world. Um, I've seen them play twice, so it's a little bit too early for me to really have much to say about them um <clears throat> since you know like you noted a lot of these guys just got off the boat like this week so <laughs> um so it's 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 hard for me to say but um it, there's a real interesting one i believe they played the twin stars this weekend um on saturday so yeah. it'll be interesting to see what what happens in that in that match um, after their u.s and, open cup game tomorrow yeah they play against the des moines menace tomorrow wednesday um one thing i noticed john no kyle farrar no Tom Corcoran. Yeah. So um, I, I don't believe either of those two guys. I, I know for sure Kyle's not back. So uh, one thing I did notice is that they, they do lack, um, or they did at least in the game, uh, lack a true number nine, which you would assume is pretty much the textbook definition of Kyle Farrar. Yeah. Um, the big tall, big tall striker, good with his back to goal, but can 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 break you down one on one. Knows how to finish. So they do lack that so far from what I've seen from them in my my brief glimpses. And uh, and Tom Corcoran's kind of just moved on to to his coaching career in life. So I don't think he has the ability to to come back. Is it fair to say that the British contingent of Duluth is pretty much done? I mean, they were built on a they were the quintessential British asshole team their first year. 
Yeah, I'll get into that in a little bit. All right. So some Sioux Falls roster notes as I was checking out the uh, the game report. And it's basically with Sioux Falls, it's the same old tryhards that are going to be coming around um, looking dangerous for about five minutes out of the game and then uh, rendered obsolete by our players, hopefully. Guys like Bryce mm-hmm. Holiday, who actually has scored a goal or two against us. Archie, um, mm-hmm. Archie Mao. Amadou Myers is a familiar name as well that I remember from mm-hmm. announcing. And the fan favorite will be happy to know that Nigel is back. So when Sioux Falls it, comes to town, <laughs> you're going to make sure to look for his mom. Yeah, she'll be there for sure. For sure. Um, well, Duluth, Nate, you know, I mentioned I would, I would cover it at some point. Duluth made their mark two years ago in their title run with a yeah. strong core of players. That really was the blueprint for what I feel is how you win the league. Um, but since that first year, it's kind of been a slow leak uh, of the core leaving and, and then them bringing in a new coach and new players that I really don't think fit that mold. And we saw Med City has had, you know, two years of bringing in guys from under any rock they could find them. Um, but that kind of blew up in their faces. So even they've gone back to bringing in the lion's share of returners um, and, and um, not having so much turnover mm-hmm. year over year. So it'll be interesting to see how the how things go for this Duluth team because I, I will say that though that this is the most talent I've seen them have on their on their team um, in now going on three years. But can this like group of guys, 19, 20 year old college players from all over the globe, um, can they get it together early enough? I mean, they had a good they had a pretty easy test in their first game, but um, you know are they able to rack up points early, which they, they have, they, they, they weren't able to do last year. Um, but I, I'm, I'm honestly excited to see, to see us match up against them. I think that, you know, despite love them or hate them, they, as a, as an organization have performed well in our league mm-hmm. um, over two years and have been a formidable opponent, you know, toss all the other garbage out, aside. It, it's been good games when we played them. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to, to match up against them this year. Yeah. It seems like the days of donkey soccer are in the past. With Duluth. <clears throat> well, uh, you never know all these guys, I guess you with, never know. with all these internationals, who knows how they're going to play. Um, I think Max said it the best that like some of these guys from other countries, uh, play with a totally different attitude. So maybe, maybe not yeah. Maybe the donkeys soccer is just, uh, coming into its second life, but who knows? Um, if well, you'll, wants- you'll, Go ahead. I mean, you'll also you'll get like we'll, we're going to get with every team like they're going to turn out for us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the donkiness might be a league wide thing <laughs> this, this year. But that reminds me on the on the post game interview on the Duluth CBS affiliate or whatever the fuck they they talked to the goalkeeper and he had the balls to say that last year they were an underdog. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> He was like last. He was he was Italian. So it was the last year we were we were under. I don't know. That's an awful accent. But anyways, the last year we were an underdog. He said this year, this year people are going to be coming after us because because of our success. I'm like, bitch. Two years ago you won the league. Like, if anything, I mean, last they had year, success. You were, the, you were going in as the reigning champs. They had success last year in the in the postseason. That you too. Know? So maybe that's what he's talking about. I but know. I mean, like, who knows? Crazy Italians. If you want to see. Uh, hey, I'm a I'm a goalkeeper for the Duluth. If you want to see firsthand, uh, that's I, the Italian. Hi, hi, hi. That's a spicy goal. If you want to see I firsthand, use with... my hands. <laughs> uh, anyone that wants to watch the Duluth, uh, the Duluth team 
in the near future should tune in Wednesday night, probably tonight, if you're listening on the day that this podcast is recorded or podcast is released. Um, May 8th is when this game is. They are matching up against the Des Moines Menace in the U.S. Open Cup game. Uh, details you can be- um, you can watch the game on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, how cool is that? Details of that is on their Twitter feed, I imagine. Uh, you just click that link and sign in with your ESPN credentials, and uh, you mm-hmm. can watch. I have a feeling they're going to get their ass beat, but whatever. I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll Who see. knows? They could soccer, surprise the soccer's weird. Soccer's weird. Soccer soccer's weird. The pictures on uh, their Twitter feed of the bus ride looked a little bit sparse. So, <laughs> so <laughs> they're, down, in the, they're down in the restaurant tonight too. So. Yeah, exactly. Our so, business, anyways, our, our traveling pictures are like the guys are getting drunk, and theirs are like we're at a pizza place. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I am using ah. my hands to stop on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. anyways. Anyways, uh, this Saturday, it is finally happening, happening, friends. Uh, Minneapolis City opens its 2019 campaign at home against the Dakota Fusion. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. But now I've already watched this game kind of played out a thousand and one times in my head. I've worked up lineup scenarios with the coaching staff and pretty much have done everything outside of trying to get myself registered to play. Just like Dr. Strange, John. (laughs) Yeah, sure, 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 Nate. Um, you oh, you'll get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so what? What can we expect from Dakota from all of your from your from you peering into the multiverse to get all uh, well, the information? Daco- Since finishing second in our division two years ago, just one point ahead of us, um, and and they've kind of had a rapid downward spiral since. Um, the coaching staff has been a revolving door since their conception. Um, the guy last year left the bench before the, the game, our 5-0 game uh, victory at home against them to get a hot chocolate <laughs> at the concession stand at Osseo. So uh, I wonder why he's not around. Um, but the new coach is uh, a guy who goes by the name of Jonathan Mendez Solanja. Um, the Facebook post that introduced him today was – pretty much hardly manageable English. So I have no idea what, what this guy's background is. I tried to um, click on the link on their website and it brought me to like the portal for the website manager to like log in. Yeah. So obviously that was broken. Yeah. yeah. A, a, a team run by a tech mogul up in South or in uh, North Dakota. Anyways. Um, but it's this, it's this new guy's team. So, uh, so who knows, but last season they spent lots of money bringing in players and housing them. But this year's roster, um, from what I've seen, is a lot of familiar faces from the old days, including a few fellows from the FC Fargo days. And if really? you remember, folks, that's the team that we beat out of existence in 2016 <laughs> in our first year. Um, so I've been, but I've been told they're going mostly with local players, um, but they do still have that sweet bus. Ugh. So, um, and I've also been told it doesn't have Wi-Fi. So. I mean, that sucks, hey, right? Get that unlimited <laughs> data, kids. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so from a first and L standpoint, there really is only one player that I'd like to note and um, and point out, and that is an attacker by the name of Isaac Kisan. Two years ago, the guy single-handedly beat us, and he is a powerful and speedy player mm-hmm. with excellent skill. I thought he was the best player on their team two years ago, um, and it'll be interesting to see if he's still that same player. Um, you know, if he if he's still in that that kind of shape and, and still that dynamic. Um, but he's one that I think that uh, our backline is going to have to not lose lose sight of. Yeah, I you know looking at the roster, 
familiar names are few and far between. I think, like you mentioned, Isaac Kaysen. Uh, Jay Johnson is rostered, but he uh, probably will not travel, knowing him. Uh, he did come and visit last year when we destroyed yeah, them, I, and he was a non-factor. I doubt he's yeah. going to want to make the trip. Um, Should have got a hot chocolate with the coach. Yep. Uh, uh, Sengater Jacques is back. Uh, I do not see the name of the guy who... Oh, yeah, Sai Sua, number 14. He's the guy that uh, last time they visited couldn't get his nose ring out. And I remember being we were like, who the fuck does that? And then we did it in the U.S. Open Cup. I don't want, don't want to talk about that, Nate. <laughs> um, but the thing to note that really gets me excited is there's not one, there's not two. There are now three Beljulji brothers playing on this Dakota Fusion team. Uh, Habib, Sunaj, and Emra Beljulji. Uh, the core of any true... Fargo team. I'm glad that we figured out how to pronounce their last name because it's just so fun to say. I love it. <laughs> Beljuji. Also, Faiz Musa is on the team. I remember his name too. Anyway, yeah. none of these people mean anything to anyone except for you and I who have stared at their roster for for a number of times um, announcing games right. and things like that. I think, like you said, only one guy to really note, and that's uh, Isaac Heeson. Yeah, exactly. So, John, what can we expect from Minneapolis City in this game? What's uh, what's the approach? Nate, you know me well. There is no way I'm going to tell the public anything. So you are really reaching, <laughs> especially <laughs> since this is our first game of the year. Um, <laughs> but what what I can say is that we have exactly 19 available players um, that are uh, free for the match. Wow. Um, you know, outside of a couple injuries, a few players traveling and, and not all of our college players back yet um, until next week. So team selection for first time head coach, Matt Van Benskoten, um, it, it's going to be uh, easy for him. He's only going to have to drop one player. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so that's going to be easy for him. Um, but Outside of that, uh, nothing really to say. We're gonna, I, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna play hard. I think it's easy to also. It's easy for him not only because he only has to make one choice, but because he doesn't have to like scrape for players like the first game last year, uh, driving to Sioux Falls mm-hmm. with a basically a U twenty three spot. Right. Exactly. So um, the depth that we are deploying this year, um, specifically when we get to the latter half of our our. Um, our season, which is a lot of road games, a lot of midweek road games as well. Yeah. Um, the the depth is already showing its importance that we have um, a very strong group of players that we can we can bring to our first game, um, even with the things like injuries and people having work trips and whatnot. So um, that, that's all you're getting from me, Nate. Fine. Uh, <laughs> the people have to settle for what they get from me, which is just like. <laughs> Just guess and just, utter speculation. Yep, just line up. So my lineup prediction is as such. Uh, this is solely based on conversations that you and I have had at the bar uh, in the past, as well as what I saw last week at our friendly against Harpo's or two weeks ago. Uh, whatever, whenever it was, time has no meaning. It's a flat circle. Uh, so well, our, we, I, we also did play against Sleuther College last weekend. So that yeah. was our, our last our last tune up. So I wasn't there. Um, yeah, I know, but anyways. So goalkeeper <laughs> will the starting goalkeeper, it's Matt Elder's spot. Um, obviously as the um I, I just from the way he played against Harpo's, it's gotta be Matt. Uh, our defensive line, as far as I know, should probably be Aaron Olson uh and Abdallah Ba on the wings with Trey and Miles as that center back duo. 
Um, midfielder, I like what you're doing with Chuck as the holding defensive mid. Uh, Max and Samo, if both are available, would be would be the optimal choice to complement him in the midfield to be able to move that ball forward. Um, and then, of course, our forward line of Will Kidd and Nick Hutton on the wings with Whitney as the striker. Feels good. Feels like a pretty solid team. It also feels like a very veteran Minneapolis City team. To uh, and those guys know how to play. They know how to play soccer. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if every year we had to come back with a totally brand new roster of dudes and explain, like, and pre- actually predict games based on guys we've never seen play before? That'd be that'd be so hard. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, so here's I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, John, because you didn't ask. What do I want to see out of out of Minneapolis City for this game and for their players? And again, all just from what I saw at the Harpo's game, from the way that I've seen the team t- team come together, I've got a, a, a brief wish list. And overall, I want to think that we need a fast start, right? I don't want to drop points against weaker teams uh, to start the season like we did last year. This um, and this should be easier to to keep those three points at home. So that's great. I want to I want to make sure that we're we're out of the gates just as fast as Duluth were welcoming Sioux Falls. Uh, uh, from the defense, I'm going to move forward. The defense, I definitely need more, to see more organization from the two, three, four, five of them, whoever's back. Um, less holding of possession on the back line, less passing back and forth. I want Miles to keep those long balls coming so we can outrun the Dakota defense because outrunning them, outrun them we can. Uh, from the midfield, I think this is going to be our key to success. Last year's ball movement, last year when I'm talking about a 5 nothing victory, the ball movement uh, in midfield – totally flummoxed the Dakota defenders. We There were a number of through balls that would spring Whitney, um, Will, and McGarity. Pressuring and winning the ball in the midfield is going to be the start of that, and I'm looking to Charlie Adams to have a really big game in the center of the pitch to that effect. We also need to stay linked up. We need to eliminate those huge amounts of space that Harpo's had to maneuver in that central third. There were a number of times in that game where there was just no crow uh, within mm-hmm. 20 yards of the within 20 yards of the of the midfield line offensively last year if you remember it was the speed and interplay between kind of our free roaming wingers that really lended itself to Whitney's hat trick Whitney did come out with a hat trick in his home home turf of Osseo uh, this year that speed is amped up as we are hopefully trading up replacing Brandon McGarity with Nick Hutton. I mean, now we've got three burners up front and depending on who's rostered, I think three goals from our front line is a totally fair expectation. Uh, given, given what we've seen from Dakota at least a year ago and what we've seen from our guys lately. And I want to mm-hmm. finish with the goalkeeper. Of course, I said, Matt Elder will start from what I saw at the Harpo's friendly. I really expect Matt to come out, uh, come out uh, in top form, ready to play. I think he's going to save some shots that he might not have saved last year. Um, and if he gives anything up on Saturday, I'm going to predict that it's going to be due to a defensive mistake or or a turnover in our in our final third. This guy is looks like he's on. And he yeah, I, I would agree. I, I do have a question for you, Nate. Yeah. Um it, you know, it's it's not in our show notes here, but mm. um uh seeing that we have a, a new coach at, at the helm, what do you what do you expect from our from our our new head coach going into his first game? Probably yes, less yelling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. I think I think Matt is is the kind of guy that um, coming in. I think he's going to be less tied to some of the players that are that are going to be available. I think 
Matt might surprise us with his roster moves. We saw that in the Harpo's game when Matt Murakami started instead of uh, instead of someone like Abdallah Ba, a tried and true uh, defensive back. We we put Matt there instead. So I think Matt's gonna gonna surprise us with with one or two roster moves. I'm willing I'm willing to admit that my lineup prediction will probably not be 100% perfect, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, but there, but there's that. I also think that he's going to, he's going to have a different shape. We saw that in Harpo's. It seemed like the team was trying some stuff out, trying to adjust to a new system. And so I expect to see that new system in, in full, full effect on Saturday, or it's just, you know, you come in, you got to, you got a sweet machine that's just humming it on all cylinders. Why change anything? Why 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 look under the hood and tinker? Who knows? Uh, so I'll tell you what I think we'll see from Dakota. Well, so last year, the Dakota centerbacks held, if you remember, John, they held this ridiculously high line. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, and they that allowed that allowed our forwards to get behind them into space, and it isolated their goalkeeper one on one against guys like Whitney, guys like Will. Um, and I have to believe that they won't repeat that mistake this year. Then again, who knows? Uh, different, totally different coach, basically a different organization. Um, not a lot of the same players who knows if they're going to learn from their mistakes or if they would even think about putting a, you know, playing a high line against us. So I think still that this game on Saturday, you're going to see proof that, um, the new home of Dakota Fusion in the NPSL North is going to be down living near Sioux Falls and Eris. I think year one, they caught lightning in a bottle and it's going to be, it's going to be tough to draw talent and compete with, with uh, Minneapolis city and Duluth and med city year after year after year, especially when you're way up in Fargo. Right. I, I, I wouldn't disagree with anything you said there, but back folks is John Bizworms. Three keys to victory. Yeah, what are, what are your keys to victory, John? I'm excited. <laughs> so number one, as you have in, in the rundown. Number one is the um, <laughs> never been good at spelling, Nate. Um, <laughs> number one is the new central three. Um, how how will the heart of our team fare now that kind of a staple from from years past? You know, a four year player like like Ian Smith is gone, um, but also the addition of Samuel Ruiz Plaza back after a year gone. Yeah. So seeing how we do in the middle, you mentioned it a little bit. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but I think that the way that we will go as a team this year will be how well we do um, centrally, um, and that kind of leads me to my next point: how we beat teams that will likely sit on us. And not like physically sit on top of us, but how, last year we had a lot of toe-to-toe games where people pressed us, and that's how we scored the most goals in the country. Yep, um, was figuring out how to beat teams that that way. But now it's understanding that people aren't are unless they're unless they're you know reading Soccer 101 for Dummies as their guide of how to set up a team. They probably uh, league wide will be figuring out that you have to probably sit back on a team with speed, right? Like, duh, yeah. that's <laughs> that's how you neutralize it. So, can we specifically our central three? Can we break teams down from from the inside out with the ball instead of going over the top? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm interested in seeing that. If we can do that, it'll open up the balls over the top because we'll just completely kind of flummox 
defenses. So I'm interested to see if, if, if that's what's going to happen if they if they don't have that high line and they sit back on us, how well we we work to break that down. And, and you'll see maybe more of the ball than we had um, last year because we're going to have the, the, the space to actually um, – <laughs> operate as, as opposed to it being crowded and people trying to press us. Um, and then, as you mentioned, Nate, my, my last point, point three would be, you know, we need to start fast. I think that with the exclusion of VSLT this year, um, that's one less quality side to take points off of other people. Yeah. So we're going to have to completely max out every chance we get. Yeah. I think that's something I mentioned when we, that's something we talked about when it was announced that VSLT would be taking time off is like, shit, that's one less actual competitor um, mm-hmm. to to snipe points from Duluth or to snipe points from Red City. So I think I think you're right. Um, that is going to be interesting to see how we're going to beat beat them if they do decide to sit back. Now that's not to say that a team like Dakota or whoever who's got a new coach isn't going to tr- come out and try some totally new system. I think part of mm-hmm. part of what makes us and to some extent Duluth successful in this league is this ability to adjust and to play to the team mm-hmm. you're playing and uh and frankly i'm not sure if dakota would have the flexibility in their roster to say this is our objective this week and we're going to change our personnel to match it mm-hmm. you know the team is built to do probably one thing there's not too many guys on the roster so it's probably built to work in one way and if you can solve that puzzle we we're in good shape Right. <clears throat> so game day details, folks. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, the game kicks off at 7 p.m. Saturday, May 11th at Edor Nelson Field on the home of Augsburg University. Uh, but there's a lot going on beforehand. Uh, Palmer's, the official bar of Minneapolis City, will welcome all members and fans with deals on Summit. All you really have to do is remember to bring your membership card and show it when you order and you'll get some deals off of Summit. Oh, yeah. Maybe try maybe, – maybe try, uh, a, a newly released slug fest uh, mm. if, if, if they have it. Um, but uh, yeah, don't forget your membership card because it'll not only get you into the game, it'll also get you <laughs> a deal at Palmer's. Um, the citizens are holding a pregame tailgate at Murphy square right next to the Nelly beginning at five o'clock PM. We've been told it's a potluck style. So bring your best hot dish to pass and maybe something to drink. I don't know. Um, it, Alan it Merrick, like if you're listening, bring your yeah. best hot dish. Yeah. It's scurvy pie or whatever we call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, bring something to pass and, and maybe something to drink. Uh, there'll be a limited amount of uh, liquid refreshments provided. So bring, definitely uh, bring your own or get tuned up at Palmer's beforehand. Uh, for more information, hit up the citizens on Twitter at MPLS citizens, and they'll be able to sort you guys out. Gates to the Nelly open at six o'clock and admission is $10 at the door. But as always, if you get, get in there ahead of time and you buy your tickets online, um, you can get them for $8. So I mean, you right. save yourself, save yourself some scratch. Hey, you, uh, <laughs> you also, if you might've seen the club's post about its bag policy, <laughs> Uh, which is quite the contrast to that other soccer team right up 94. Um, our policy is that you can bring any damn bag you want. But <laughs> I so, like the one person who said, like, what's your sleeping bag policy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bag. You're right, exactly. If, yeah, if, you, uh, if you bring a cooler full of booze, it's going to come at a cost. So that's $10 for like a small personal cooler something you you know backpack style cooler or something uh 20 bucks if you want to bring your coleman ice chest uh or your 
the thing you keep all your venison in over the over the over the summer. Who knows? <laughs> whatever whatever you can bring. The biggest cooler you can bring is twenty bucks. Uh, and remember, that LQ shot that yeah. LQ shot in Utah <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> it's important. It's important to note though that open containers are not allowed at Edward Nelson Field. So that's why we encourage bringing these personal coolers. These these ice chests because if you're going to imbibe you want to bring your flask you want to bring your contigos your water bottles whatever just no open cans or bottles around and so you can use your cooler to hold all those cans and bottles quickly empty them out into your into your closed top container and you're good to go all day all night um there also is a food truck uh nate and i believe it was announced uh already this, this week um, yeah, I, I believe it was not a hundred percent sure, but, um, plan on, you know, having some, uh, some delicious tasty food to, uh, to snack on from, uh, one of Minneapolis, uh, mobile kitchens finest that's going to be rolling out, uh, each match. But, uh, I think if you go to the club's Twitter feed, you can, uh, you can check out who that, that might be. Yeah. And I, I'm on the, and I'm on the call this season, uh, for all the home games. So I'm working with, with, uh, Eric Nordquist from, k-fan fame that's awesome uh, i believe i believe that's where he works he's back uh, yeah so he's back for uh you know another season and uh, i'm gonna be joining him full time so if you can't make it out to the game which you really just should um or you're my or you're just my my parents who uh can watch the live stream at home in wisconsin uh, uh, we'll have that again this year live uh, because we actually have good internet in the press box so uh you can check that out on. Uh, I believe we're we're using the old uh, My Kuju this year, huh. so you'll be able to to check that out. But anyways, again, kickoff is at 7 p.m. ish, give or take a few minutes here and there on either side of the top of that hour. Um, we we can't wait, and we we hope to see all of you there. Let's let's pack that place. Oh my god, that, I'm so excited, John. <laughs> uh, but I'm sorry to say that's all for tonight. Uh, thanks as always to our sponsor, Summit Brewing. Springtime. <laughs> It's the time to slug it out, so grab a Slugfest, the newest of the Summit offerings. It's a juicy, hazy IPA that's orange, low in bitterness, but huge in those citrus, hop flavors, and aromas. Some have said it tastes like the first few chews of a stick of Juicy Fruit Gum, and it's the first few chews because after those first three, that Juicy Fruit it's Gum gone. turns to ash in your mouth. Get, yeah. you're, but not Slugfest, it's a, delicious. Get to your you're local... basically chewing on a, t- a tire at that point. <laughs> Get get on to your local uh, Palmer's Bar and get some on tap if they have it. Otherwise, drink some other Summit. Summit, it's a more meaningful brew since 1986. If giving back to the community means a lot to you, maybe it is time to give to the club that gives back. Minneapolis City, it's a 501c3 that creates a <coughs> safe, reliable, and fun environment for young people to play the beautiful game. Look for us this summer at a free play program, playing with kids in parks and community centers around the city, and consider a tax-deductible donation to a true city-focused organization. In case you haven't been listening, the season is here! So stop procrastinating. Grab your membership. For only $80, you're going to get a season pass to 10 NPSL home games, all the U23 games, and any other game that might pop up. And you also get an exclusive membership scarf. You get two extra flex tickets so you can bring a friend or two to a Minneapolis City game. And membership card that'll get you 10% off at the club shop in person. And also deals on Summit at our official game day bar, Palmer's. Plus, you get a vote on an important on important club matters, uh, which coming up will be uh, the new board. I think in the offseason next year before the new member we will uh, before the new membership is up. We will probably do a, a kit or a scarf vote. 
Uh, so it's all going to be very exciting. Visit MPLSCitySC.com and make that membership happen for yourself. Send us mail. It's going to be time when you're going to have questions about what the hell this team is thinking on the field, why they're putting the guys out that they are, and how does it hurt to beat up on the rest of the league so bad. It's going to be easy. Hit us up on Twitter at The People's Pitch or through email at mcscpodcast at gmail.com. All questions, comments, and concerns are welcome. And finally, as always, you can hit up the club at MPLSCitySC at Twitter. That's all for this week. Once again, we're going to leave you with our house MC, Miles Stockman Willis, a.k.a. Millay at Twitter. At the Twitter. <laughs> I am Nate. That was John. Let's get out there and start the season with three points. And you got hooked. Touches digital, biblical. Tell death, love is unconditional. Is. Telling us we're a team and not two individuals. Dude. For you, I give my spleen, the spiritual and the physical. Loving what is fragile isn't always fixable. Yeah. But I see what's invisible. See it affects visuals. Grab my hand, hold it. We gon' think the unthinkable. I promise we will float. That our boat's unsinkable. I promise that I'ma drown in you. Drown. Let you drown in me. me. Reveal the recipe. You, I love to overfeed. I love it. Let's proceed slowly. Not go bad like moldy. No. Ravioli. Rigatoni, girl, I'm free falling for you. Still, temptation follows free. Just tell me when you fall for me, please. Just tell me when you fall free. Girl, I'm free falling for you. Still, temptation follows free. Just tell me when you fall for me, please. Just tell me when you fall. Temptation's about to give in, but I'm staying true. true. If I sin, may I be forgiven for a few. You. What we got to lose? Nothing. You just gotta listen. listen. Such a good girl. Great. Just made a bad decision. One, one and done. She looking fine. Nothing missing. Nothing. But got my hands tied like I'm the villain. Evil only swallows pride, but I'm sometimes kidding. Finger liquor kitty. After be the kitten. Cute shit. Kiss me softer than a baby's grip. New sense of high when she bites her lower lip. If she quit, make my heart skip, then snip When we're together like ice cream mixed with some mint Pepper, shawty had to rescue my respiratory yeah. Wants a man, who's a man, that is mandatory Only without her off the path, like I never met with Dory Help her write her story, take the qualms out her quarry Girl, I'm free, falling for you Still, temptation follows free Just tell me when you fall for me, please Just tell me when you fall free Girl, I'm free, falling for you Temptation follows free. Just tell me when you fall for me, please. Just tell me when you fall free. Selfie timeless as the rollie. Always be my plus one. Shotty is my bogey. In it for the long haul, not for the trophy. Every day, feeling greater than Tony. Falling for her, and I think she falling for me too. Falling like two V's, make a double U. Type of dude to build you up and make the rubble move. Type of dude to have my phone out all in front of you. Only cause you got my back. Presence always sets the mood. Never starts any trouble without any proof. No problems if there was, make the puzzle poof. Lap it up. Goofballs, you should see the spoof. Girl, I'm free falling for you. Still, temptation follows free. Just tell me when you fall for me, please. Just tell me when you fall. 
girl, I'm free, falling for you. Still, temptation follows free. Just tell me when you 